Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Daily Sports Talk Show. Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Dang it, I thought I was going to finish it right before we got on the air. But no worries, we'll have this thing printed in short order. Welcome in to Honest Now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. I'm Coulter Nuanez. Right as we came on the air, just banging out the last couple lines of a story. Uh, we got a scoop here at the University of Montana Grizz football team. A uh, collection of transfers dropping down. Uh, It's not really even, that's the wrong terminology these days. Coming to the University of Montana and uh, fall camp on the horizon. And uh, I'm back. We're back. Missed the show last week, Thursday and Friday. I shouldn't say missed the show. I missed you guys for sure. Uh, And oftentimes I do lament being gone because I do enjoy working so much. And, And this show, this two hours of my day, four to six every weekday, is uh, it's a pleasure all the time. I never dread it. I always love it. It's always fun kicking it with you guys. You know, in Montana, such a small place. So, so many of the people. I mean, it's a it's a huge area, but it's a uh, one big small town, right? And so you get to be around a lot of people that you become friends with, uh, even if they are just interview subjects on this show and people we talk about, people we cover. And uh, that's all to say, I was at the Country Club Member Guest Tournament this last weekend here in Missoula. Wonderful time, great hosting by the by MCC. Uh, we played pretty good. Didn't put it together on Saturday. Still a really fun weekend. Won some money, you know, both on the the in uh, on the course within the groups, and also you know a little pro shop money. So, you know, it's not about the money, but it, it was a, a heck of a lot of fun. And uh, 
Good to be back here, though, and that's all to say now we are shifted full-fledged into football mode. Crazy to say that we have a real-life countdown. This is kind of how my brain works, too. I play in this tournament every summer, and then we get back, and it's usually like a lake weekend or two, and then boom, two Spokane, play around to golf on Sunday, hit the ground running media day on Monday, and boom, off like uh, – I don't even know. I was going to say off like a herd of turtles, but it's not. It's not like a herd of turtles. It is much, much, much faster than that and uh, football on the horizon. So that's sort of uh, your docket. I had a great pleasure of uh, attending a post-camp party uh, celebration, you know, get-together. Our great friend Marty Mortimoy, Coach Marty, who joins us each Monday during football season, the 5 o'clock hour each Monday for the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Uh, he hosted a little get-together last night uh, after hosting a day-long quarterback camp. And this is a cool deal that Marty's been doing for six, seven years now, this year, though, the guest coach, the one and only legend of the fall, Dave Dickinson, uh, former University of Montana National Championship winning quarterback and uh, currently head coach up there in the CFL. And so this show and this week will have a theme. Uh, we're going to catch up with some of those guys. We're going to hear from Cole Taylor, who is a uh, senior to be at Great Falls uh, CM Russell High School. Great athlete. He, I was looking at his Twitter earlier today before I was uh, invited him on the show. He'll join us about 4.30. He was at Coach Marty's camp. But I was uh, looking at Cole Taylor's Twitter earlier today. And, uh, I, I mean, the, the kid is going to have a lot of opportunities in college. M- maybe he polishes up and becomes a true bona fide scholarship player at quarterback. But he's already a scholarship-level guy just as an athlete. I mean, he, he has a tremendous frame. He's really tough. He runs well. And on his Twitter, he had uh, his max numbers, including a video of him bench pressing 305 pounds. I mean, that's an impressive number for a high school kid, no matter what position you play. But if you're a quarterback, really impressive. Also over a 400-pound squat, almost a 300-pound power clean. So what I'm saying is this dude's going to find his way on the field no matter what position he plays, uh, both this year at this level and at the next level as well. So he'll join us about 430. We also have a continuation of our recruiting coverage for both the Cats and the Grizz in football. And we have our first in-state commit for the class of 2023, Talon Marsh, who is a senior to be at Helena Capital. He committed to the Bobcats earlier this week, earlier this month, I should say. And so he'll join us about 445. So that is all part of the Montana Football Hour. We're going to talk about this scoop right here in just a minute that I got for the Grizz. And this will be fun. This will be kind of like a dual dual scoop. We'll... we'll, uh, We'll, we'll publish it on Skyline at the same time we're writing about it on, uh, or excuse me, rapping about it on uh, ESPN Radio. So SkylineSportsMT.com, uh, just the the push of a button away, basically. And uh, keep it here for the continuation of the Montana Football Hour with some transfer news, with some continuing Big Sky Conference talk, with some Coach uh, Marty Camp commentary. Cole Taylor, 430. Talon Mars, 445. Hour number two, we're going to continue our NFL conversation that we left off on last Wednesday. And uh, then, funny, we almost even buried the lead here. The greatest story of success over the last several days uh, here in Missoula, around western Montana, and around the state is the domination of the Missoula Paddleheads. They have now, baseball has sort of taken center stage now on the uh, local, statewide, and national landscape. Um, we've been watching some more baseball at our place. I know Andrew's been, Andrew Houghton, our producer in the back, he's been following it heavily. 
he's really on the Seattle Mariners story. What is it now? Fourteen straight? Is that right, Andrew? For the for the Mariners? I mean, they. It's funny because it, the, the the running joke this year was the Mariners usually wait till August first to break your heart. They came out the gates terribly, so the joke was. Well, you don't have to wait for the Mariners to break your heart, but don't look now. Now they're back pushing towards first place and uh, the hottest team in baseball. They might be breaking somebody's heart again. Well, I'm not going to prophesize that yet. They are kind of the biggest story in baseball right now. Oh, yeah, 14 in a row going into the All-Star break. Julio Rodriguez is looking like uh, the king who was prophesized at the beginning of the season. He's been one of the best players in the league, let alone one of the best rookies in the league. It's one of the best feel-good stories in baseball because there has been so much futility there for the last couple of years. So that one's been fun to follow. And the MLB draft was last night as well. So did you see, by, by the way, I'm, I'm talking baseball because Jeff Safford, voice of the Missoula Paddleheads, will join us at 5.30. The Paddleheads, the Pioneer League champions, once again, they basically had Pioneer League championships each time that you can get them uh, since they became the Paddleheads. They won the first half championship last year, the second half championship, and then the postseason championship. Now they're the first half Pioneer League North champions again. So the Pioneer League pennants keep on stacking for the Missoula Paddleheads. And uh, so Jeff Safford will join us about 530. And the MLB draft was, it, you know, usually the draft in baseball, I, I should say always the draft in baseball, gets about three minutes worth of fame if there's like a transcendently talented player like a Bryce Harper who's you know sort of like the dude who's going to make it to the bigs by the time he's 19 otherwise more often than not the general non-baseball fanatic public doesn't know like who the number one pick is uh, in the MLB draft which is so much different than it is in football and basketball that said there was some interesting storylines in this major league baseball draft Andrew was telling me uh, a kid from Boise was actually picked 10th overall. That's impressive. But there was also four former baseball players or even current baseball players that now have sons that were drafted very high. Matt Holiday's son, Matt Holiday of uh, Colorado Rockies and St. Louis Cardinals fame, his son was the top overall pick, right? I believe Carl Crawford also had a son drafted. I, I saw a tweet that there was four Major League Baseball players that had sons picked in, in this draft. So that was pretty unique as well. Yeah, Matt Holiday's kid goes number one overall to the Orioles. Andrew Jones's kid, which is the shocking one for me, number two overall to the Diamondbacks, which I loved as a Diamondbacks fan. He's supposed to be the best player in the draft. Why is it shocking for Andrew Jones? Because it's easy to forget. Like, Andrew Jones what, broke into – I mean, he hit a home run in the World Series when he was a teenager. I when think he was 19, the, yeah. I think he's the only guy to ever do that. Maybe Juan Soto did a couple years ago, but I think there's only been a couple teenagers did World Series home runs. Why was that surprising? I don't know. Andrew Jones just always has a like youthful connotation in my mind. He seems so young because he came sure. into the game so young. And, and, and he and left. He, he flamed out so early. He did, too. And, and he also just has that kind of personality to him. He was such a fun player. I, I believe the first Major League Baseball player ever from Curacao. So that, that was a sort of a, a cool deal. And uh, it seemed like he just kind of, you're right, he had kind of like the happy-go-lucky demeanor that made him seem uh, super... Um, Young and, and sort of exuberant. So a bunch of football, some baseball, some paddleheads, all that. That's your show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Brent and his team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any questions in the real estate world in western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. If you want to stream Nuanas Now, ESPN Montana app or 
on the station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live. Click on, uh, and that's where you're going to find the stream, excuse me. Uh, and then if you want to give us a call, you want to be a part of the conversation, you have questions, comments about transfers, about other things in the Big Sky Conference world, the Grizz, the Cats, high school football, NFL, realignment. I mean, man, not only is my, you know, my, uh, my appetite for football starting to ramp up, ramp up, ramp up, ramp up, but what a crazy time. I mean, it doesn't... The craziest part is this whole realignment thing is so divisive and so controversial is the wrong word, but prominently important to pretty much everybody that likes college football. But I've actually found sort of a silver lining in it because everyone that likes college football that you're going to find anywhere in this country is talking about this. Some might like it. Most of the people that I've been talking to don't like it. But guess what? We all are talking about it. Everybody seems to have thoughts about it, so we're going to keep talking about it uh, as well. But uh, it's definitely a, a crazy time right now in college football. But if you have any questions, comments uh, about any of it, whatever you want to talk about, 888-1029, that's 406-888-1029. Let's dive into the Montana Football Hour. It's presented by the Advocates as well as Stockman Bank. The Advocates want to remind you that summer weather brings more distraction and dangerous driving to our roads. If you or a loved one has been injured, the Advocates are here to help you. The Advocates will handle the overwhelming legal process so you can get back on your feet emotionally, financially, and physically. Call 406-640-4444 today. That's 406-640-4444. And remember, you deserve an Advocate. Uh, Andrew, I have a question to lead you off with before we start talking about this scoop when it comes to Grizz football. We've talked about this theme broadly, but I just wanted to get your opinion on it. Uh, we are about to, we're moments away from publishing a story on SkylineSportsMT.com. I just got a couple more lines to, to add some context to this, but the Grizz, we have confirmed, are bringing in transfers at linebacker, kicker, uh, offensive lineman, and quarterback. So you can find out the details on all those guys here on this show momentarily and also in a, mo- in a moment on SkylineSportsMT.com. But I wanted to get your thoughts on the way Montana has recruited in this crazy transfer era. Bobby Houck has been very headstrong in his comments about what he thinks of the state of affairs in the NCAA. Uh, Division One football, I know for a fact he um, he doesn't hold any ill will against Samari Torre for gra- uh, graduating and then transferring to Nebraska, but he sure as heck would have liked to have him last year on the Grizz roster. And I, I do think there's uh, some saltiness about a guy like Brian Buschini, who, to his credit, developed himself, transformed himself into one of the best punters I've ever seen in the Big Sky Conference, and now himself on his way to Nebraska. That said, Houck's lost more players who've moved up than almost any coach, well, certainly as much as any coach in the Big Sky, because there's only been a couple guys that have successfully moved up, and a couple of them have been from Montana. But on the other side of it, Bobby Houck has done a tremendous job in both number and in uh, success rate of bringing in transfers from the Power 5 level. And now uh, he's got four more, including Wyatt Wagner, who's a redshirt freshman, a former walk-on at Iowa, Nick Ramos, a former kicker at Cal and Princeton. Those are two guys we reported, and we've talked about it on the show. We'll let you know the other two guys here in just a quick minute. 
But what have you thought, Bradley, of what uh, Bobby Houck and his staff have been able to do uh, and sort of the strategy they've taken when it comes to uh, ma- taking advantage of, if you can, the state of affairs that is the NCAA transfer portal and you know just the way that college football is working right now? Well, that's right. I mean, for all that Bobby Houck and, and the staff, their dog on the transfer portal and the state of things now, it's actually been a really valuable resource resource for Montana. And the really impressive thing that Montana has done is not so much bringing in the guys because that's just, I mean, there's so much movement now that, you know, every school in the big sky is going to bring in power five drop downs, FBS drop downs every year. That's just part of the, the churn of it. What I think Montana's done really well is not losing a ton of their guys to the transfer portal. And you've had the, the two big examples with Samori Torre and Brian Bashini. But some of these schools, I mean, you're just a stepping stone for somebody who's hoping to get back to the Power Five or get back to the FBS. Montana has has really done a good job developing players and then getting players to stay there, which isn't a given, you know, every year now. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio. Andrew Houghton joining us. Uh, on the other side of the glass, our producer here at uh, ESPN Radio, uh, I was talking to somebody close to the Grizz football program, and, th- and they were talking exactly about that dynamic, just in the fact that this coaching staff's good recruiting coaching staff. They also are very good at how specific and how pointed they are in their recruiting. This is not cast a gigantically wide net, throw it, shoot for the stars, and, uh, you know, Every once in a while, you'll still land in the clouds. This is find a guy, develop a relationship with him, go after him, tell him, you know, you're one of the only guys, if not the only guy we're recruiting for this position, this scholarship. And so they don't have, you know, 100 offers and go sign 30 guys. They're basically almost, uh, occasionally they miss on a guy or a guy goes elsewhere. But the other thing is that they're very honest in their recruiting about saying, hey, this is how we're going to coach you. You're not guaranteed anything. You're, not, you're going to have to work for a spot on the depth chart. But I think that's why. Because I, I, I mean, that's the thing. This is how you get to be a program where it is all about discipline. It is all about all for one, a no-star system. Practicing full speed, full contact most of the time. It doesn't work if, 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 if even a, a, a portion of the team doesn't love it. It's not going to work. You need the vast majority, if not all, of the players to love it. And I also think, though, it inherently weeds itself out because if you don't love it, you're going to hate it and you're going to just leave. And that, But it is kind of true. I think that now that we're sitting here going into year five under Bobby Houck, he's now built a roster where at the very least most of the guys are about what, what they want this program to be about. And then I think that's when we're going to get to these transfers that are incoming when people ask me, what do you think of these guys? Well, I think that this coaching staff has so much experience in college football, they're not going to misevaluate the kid's talent. The The primary, if not exclusive, determining factor is can they hang within this program? Are they are they into being about the all-for-one, one-for-all, no-star system, you know, full-contact practicing Tuesday through Thursday every single, every single week? Well, that's exactly it. Yeah, they've done such a, a good job of evaluating these kids' Makeup and you know, they get kids who fit with the program, who fit what they want. And you know, Bobby Houck doesn't want to recruit kids who are going to be looking at the transfer portal in two years. You know, if they've been a starter at Montana for two years, three years, 
Um, and, and they've done a really good job of identifying those kids. I also think they do a good job of um, trying to prioritize kids that want to be in school at the University of Montana and in Missoula. I think that makes things a lot easier. I think that's one of the things we've seen that's been sort of a flaw of the Grizz basketball program, and even to a certain extent the Lady Grizz, but certainly the, the men Grizz uh, these last couple of years. A lot of times when things don't go right, it's tough because th- those guys don't have any real sense of home or sense of place and so it just it is like this last group that left. It, you know, it just never really seemed like they were all the way in on on just living in Missoula. So that's all to say uh, the Grizz have done a great job of maximizing transfers. When you go through their starting lineup this year, uh, they have the possibility of having a pair of transfer cornerbacks in uh, Justin Ford, who's certainly going to start, and Jaden Dawson, the transfer from Idaho State, who will likely start. Uh, they have, I mean, Robbie Houck technically is a transfer from Northern Arizona. He's going to start at one of the safety spots. They also have Trajan Cotton to play in the secondary. He's an Oregon State transfer. He'll, if he doesn't start, he'll certainly play. The last couple of years, they've also had great transfer players in the secondary, like Omar Hicks Anu, who came from Oregon State, Gavin Robertson, who came from Arizona. Um, the linebacker spot hasn't had as many transfers. Up front, they've had a few, though. They're starting DNs last year. Joe Babros was from NC State. Justin Belknap was from Arizona. So the, I think that the, the greatest testament to this transfer phenomenon in Montana that you can point to is not only are they recruiting a lot of them, but I just every single guy I listed, all of you out there listening, knows who I'm talking about because these guys play. I mean, they're the best guys on the team, some of at least, uh, the best dudes on the team. So uh, they've, they've just had a ton of success in uh, who they've been able to land. And, you know, even guys that have been maybe not quite as splashy, like Isaiah Childs, who, who transferred um, from from Akron, he still played in games, you know. So they've they've had a lot of guys come this way, and it seems as if most of them at least have uh, been able to fit in. Nuan is now Montana Football Hour. It's presented by the Advocates. Uh, the scoop includes a new quarterback, and uh, that's always going to be the splashiest of transfer news. And uh, so here it is. It, we just put it live on Skyline Sports. You can go check out SkylineSportsMT.com. The Grizz now adding four FBS transfers, uh, including one with Division One pedigree. The uh, previously reported here on this show and, and in our ESPN Missoula Sports Center editions are Wyatt Wagner, who's a transfer linebacker from Iowa. He uh, announced his transferring to Montana on Twitter. Nick Ramos, who's a former kicker at Cal and Princeton, who's now coming in. He hasn't played in a game in several years, uh, but was a highly rated kicker out of Miami. He also posted on Twitter that he's coming to Montana. And uh, the other two recent additions, and these ones have not been reported. And again, you can go find out all of the details, SkylineSportsMT.com. Chris Walker, who's been here for a little while, he is a transfer from Nebraska. Uh, first landed on him because he was in a couple Instagram posts uh, from the Grizz weight room. And I was looking at him, and uh, man, oh, man, does he look the part. That is absolutely for sure. Um, he came to Nebraska. He's a transfer from Nebraska. He came to Nebraska as a uh, offensive lineman, redshirted as an offensive lineman, and uh, then 
switched to defensive line, got hurt, had a hard time breaking the lineup. He's been a reserve defensive lineman recently at Nebraska, uh, but he comes in as a very physically formidable player. Six foot six, two hundred ninety five pounds is what he's listed at at Nebraska. Sources say he is planning on playing offensive line, either left or right tackle. I, I'm thinking that they're slating or at least hoping he can play left tackle so they can bump sophomore Brandon Casey out to the right side, get him a little bit more uh, experience before he gets thrown to the blind side. And then the other transfer who's coming in, who will be a part of the quarterback competition with Lucas Johnson, who's a graduate transfer from San Diego State, Chris Brown, who started a handful of games last year as a redshirt freshman, a Bozeman High graduate, and Daniel Britt, who's out of Las Vegas. Those are the three main guys that got reps during the spring, and basically the three main guys on the roster. There was a, another guy on the spring roster that literally no one was able to confirm. We we asked everyone we could ask who the guy was. Nobody could give us any confirmation, and uh, there's not a new quarterback on the roster other than the guy who's going to be added to the roster pretty shortly, that is A.J. Abbott. He's a f- former walk-on at Oregon, just spent one season with the Ducks, comes to Montana with four years of eligibility remaining. He is out of Saratoga High School in Houston, Texas. He That is the same high school as former number one overall pick, Andrew Luck, who was an All-American at Stanford, and uh, then went on to become the top selection in the NFL draft by the Indianapolis Colts. Abruptly retired at a young age, but uh, probably would have at least had an a inside track at becoming a NFL Hall of Famer. If he, and I don't know. Is Andrew Luck a Hall of Famer? Probably not because he left early. But he, he had, let's just say this, he had Hall of Fame talent if he would have stuck with it. But regardless, uh, A.J. Abbott from Andrew Luck's uh, high, same high school. Is, is Andrew Luck a Hall of Famer? I don't think so. I don't think so either. It's so funny because I think that uh, you know football nerds and like aficionados want to believe that he would have been, but maybe I mean desire is a part of it. And I'm not saying you know he doesn't have heart, but he did walk away from the game early, and uh, you know I think we all wanted him to be more than he was. But yeah, I imagine think- if he wouldn't have. The, the, I know. the irony is is they built this whole team, and the Colts did. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. We're going to talk more NFL at the uh, the top of the 5 o'clock hour, but just quickly. The Indianapolis Colts got their franchise quarterback. They got a couple skill guys, and their offensive line was terrible, and Andrew Luck got beat to hell. He got hit, hit, hit. He basically had to have, I think he had to have some sort of a neck procedure, right? Or so, He had some sort of serious injury that required, I believe, surgery. And uh, I think he was just tired of dealing with it. And... In the meantime, the Colts were drafting to build him an offensive line, and then when he retired, that offensive line started to hit, and now all of a sudden, the Colts got the best offensive line in football, or at least one of, and it's the quarterback spot that's been holding them back, whether it's been Carson Wentz, now Matt Ryan's going to take a crack at it, Phillip Rivers, uh, in his old age, took a crack at it, so uh, interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what the uh, Indianapolis Colts do, but I can't help but think, what if Andrew Luck... Uh, was still on that squad. Hold that thought, because we're actually going to talk more about the Colts, because we're going to talk about the AFC South uh, in hour number two today. The Montana Football Hour is presented by the Advocates. The Advocates don't collect a, collect a dime until they win your case. Contact an advocate by calling 406-640-4444 or online 24-7 at montanaadvocates.com. The advocates are here to help and waiting for your call, so call them today. Again, the breaking news here to lead the Montana Football Hour, 
Four new transfers confirmed by us at Skyline Sports, shared with you here on ESPN Radio. Those transfers include A.J. Abbott, a redshirt freshman transfer from Oregon, who uh, comes to Montana with four years of eligibility remaining. He's expected to be in the quarterback competition, mainly with Lucas Johnson, a transfer from San Diego State, as well as perhaps Chris Brown and Daniel Britt, a couple young signal callers for the Grizz. Also previously reported here, Wyatt Wegener, a transfer linebacker from Iowa, and Nick Ray- Nico Ramos, excuse me, a kicker transfer from Cal by way of Princeton, and Chris Walker, a lineman transfer from Nebraska, played both offensive and defensive line for the Huskers, slated as a um, offensive line transfer here to Montana. One last one, Andrew. You actually got a Twitter alert a little bit ago, uh, and you were retweeting a report. You were you've been following along with a lot of the recruiting news. So, by the way, you can follow Andrew on Twitter. Uh, he's been doing a good job tracking uh, Big Shake Conference recruiting stuff, specifically uh, at the University of Montana. But th- they got a junior college transfer corner as well, right, Andrew? The Grizz did? Yeah, just uh, just announced his commitment on Twitter uh, earlier this afternoon, junior college defensive back. Andrew Trevilian played last year at San Diego Mesa College. So uh, that's another area where the Grizz have made a lot of hay in recruiting. I mean, they've hit the Juco kids hard too as well. Uh, with guys like Marcus Knight um, and adding another another guy and some more depth in the defensive backfield. We, we were going to go over some Big Sky questions. Of course, we had breaking news, so of course we just completely blew off all of that. Um, but one last note for you here before we get out, because we do have to get out. Cole Taylor, Great Falls CMR, standout, captain, leader, quarterback. He was at Camp Marty's camp, or Coach Marty, excuse me, his quarterback school, Uh, yesterday so he'll join us next to talk about what he learned but last thing for you here Andrew um, I think that in the 80s and 90s junior college football got a little bit of a bad rap I think junior college football has been a little bit sensationalized and romanticized with last chance you junior college football is a grind these are low budget operations low budget programs guys that go there are are certainly putting in the time, uh, betting on themselves, all that stuff. But I think that there's like this this sort of stereotype that guys from JCs a lot of times just can't hack it academically. And I think that scares a lot of recruiters away, uh, especially when you're talking about like the non-five-star guys. But there's so many guys that go to junior colleges that are automatic qualifiers or that can get their associate's degree in a year, and so they're automatically eligible. And then they come into your university with actually further academic progress. Marcus Knight's a great example at Montana. Um, Daniel Hardy was a great example of a guy at Montana State. So I guess what I'm saying is I, I wonder if sometimes the stereotype or like the perception of JC guys sort of gets in the way. Like, if I was a college coach, okay, maybe I am wary of a lot of the guys that need two years to get academically eligible. But if this kid's going to get eligible in a semester or two semesters, that's the type of kid, especially if he can play, that I want on my program. Yeah, I've never really understand, understood that bias. Uh, you know, to me, a JC kid is a guy who, um, you know, on the academic side of things, it's a grind there too. I mean, they're not coming into a program. Now they're coming into a program where they've got tutors and, and stuff. You know, they've been through the hardest part of it. For sure. Uh, and it, it'd be interesting to see, but but Montana 
has done a good job of, of targeting guys and going and getting guys that do seem to fit the mold academically, athletically, uh, culture-wise, all that stuff. It's football season. I mean, it is. We're a week away from media days. We got transfers coming in. We got camps rolling. We got one of the best prospects in the state of Montana joining us next. It's Cole Taylor, Great Falls, CM Russell High School. He's the quarterback there at CMR. I think he can play a lot of positions at the college level. Big, strapping, strong guy. And a guy who turned some heads yesterday at camp, uh, at Marty Mornaway, excuse me, Coach Marty's quarterback camp. Cole Taylor, Great Falls CMR, will join us next. Keep it right here. Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. Just was introduced to that song just the other day. Grady Spencer and the work. What a good tune, man. I've been digging on the music. I've been listening to that sort of music because that's sort of the the upcoming concert slate at the Kettle House Amphitheater. Go to the Goo Goo Dolls tonight. We'll talk about that a little later on in the show. I actually have a little bit of anxiety about it only because they haven't really been like a hit band since the late 90s. And it's always weird to see bands get old. But as our great friend Robert Chase, program director at the Trail 103.3, always says, if a band's been together 25 years in a row, and you get the chance to see them live, go see them. They're going to be good. So uh been listening to some bands like that. Camp coming to town this weekend. Dispatch, OAR, G-Love, they're coming to town next weekend. So ton of fun stuff going on out there at the Kettle House Amphitheater. It is the height of summer. But don't look now. Football is fast approaching. And we had some football action yesterday. Our great friend and colleague, a guy I consider a mentor of mine, especially when learning about the game of football, Marty Mornawig hosted his annual quarterbacks camp. Coach Marty, a former Grizz quarterback who uh, also spent 26 seasons in the National Football League as a quarterbacks coach and offensive coordinator. Amazing now that he's living back in Missoula that he gives the opportunity to a bunch of young guys uh, to go to his camp and get the tutelage that he can provide. And uh, we're going to be joined by several of those young men throughout the next couple days here to sort of get our football coverage as we roll into Big Sky Media Days a week from today kicked off. This is part of the Montana Football Hour today. Summer weather brings more distractions and dangerous driving to our roads. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident, the advocates are here to help you. The advocates will handle the overwhelming legal process so you can get back on your feet emotionally, financially, and physically. Call 406 640 4444 and call today. Remember, you deserve an advocate. We go down the Regis Brothers RV phone line. 
Welcome in. A young man who was here in Missoula yesterday for Coach Marty's camp. It's Cole Taylor. He's a senior-to-be at Great Falls CM Russell High School. The quarterback there at CMR had a great junior year, expecting great things coming into his senior year as well. Cole, thanks for taking some time, my man. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Good, man. First of all, uh, just take us through yesterday. Probably a cool experience for you uh, to to come get coached by a guy who's in the NFL for so long. And I, I hang out with Coach Marty a lot, and he is such a fun guy to be around. He knows so much about football, and he's such a great teacher. But how'd you find out about the camp, and then what kind of led you to the Missoula? Oh, um, my head coach actually got a call from um, Dane Oliver, who was in contact with Coach Marty, and Dane Oliver called my head coach and just invited me over to the camp, and I was like, that's that's a pretty sweet opportunity. I better take take, take a chance on that, and it was super fun day. Yeah, take us through the day. I mean, what, what sort of stuff did you work on? I mean, just take us through the morning and, and into the afternoon. What, what was it like just working with those guys, especially Dave Dickinson as well? How cool is that, a former Great Falls CMR guy himself? Oh, In the morning, we uh, met up. We did some, like, some chalk talk in the classroom, talk about different reads and progressions. And then um, we went out, did all kinds of drills, like pocket movement stuff, some um, ball security stuff, looking off some safeties, um, working on our mechanics and our dropbacks, um, our ball handling. And then um, getting to work with um, Dave Dickinson was crazy because he, you know, as you know, he's a, he's a hero at CMR, as they call for sure. All I, have, all I have is heard about him, and finally getting to meet him and work with him in person was super fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you there at CMR, Cole Taylor, uh, CMR quarterback and uh, senior to be there in Great Falls, joining us here on Nuanas Now. I, I'm sure you see his name on the wall because I bet you a bunch of his records at CMR still haven't been broken, right? Yeah, he's got a big jersey hanging up outside the coach's office. He still holds shoot a lot of records throwing passing records season game all of them well that's very cool that uh you guys's paths uh, got to cross when it comes to what you learned at the camp yesterday uh, was there anything new that you're going to implement in your game or anything that you hadn't done much of they're like well that's a pretty good drill or that's a pretty good uh, methodology maybe i'm going to take this into the season anything that you're going to carry with you oh we learned all kinds of like new progression and read drills that they're going to come in really handy because he taught us four different types of like to go through your progressions. Um, one being your horizontal stretching, your vertical stretching, um, your vertical stretching. And as long as you can figure out those and implement them into your offense, you're going to be set. If you can figure out those three or four reads, shoot, you're going to be one of the best quarterbacks there is. What do you think about being around the other guys? I think 14, 15 guys were there. Uh, Pat Duchesne from Florence, who won a state championship there for the Falcons last year. He'll join us tomorrow, so look forward to that. Uh, Pat's a very talented guy as well, but I know there were some other guys there, too, that uh, are potential starters at the high school level at all the different levels of uh, all the different classifications, I should say, of Montana high school football. Uh, so what did you think about just being around those guys and uh, you know, kind of just friendly competition between some of the best quarterbacks in Montana? Oh, it was actually really fun, you know. We don't we don't ever really get to talk with each other and play with each other very much since we're always playing against each other. And you know, when we're on the field, we're rivals. But when we're off the field, we're friendly, working with each other, competing with each other, helping helping each other. And it was just a super fun day. Coach Marty's 
quarterback school camp yesterday here in Missoula. Uh, Coach Marty's going to swing by later this week. We're still trying to confirm which day. Uh, we're on here in Nuanas now, Monday through Thursday. No show Friday. Uh, we're getting close to the end of this month, so we won't uh, we won't have too many more Fridays up. I like to maximize those in July, as you all know out there in Montana. Busy time of year, weddings, golf tournaments, all this stuff. But uh, Coach Marty will join us later on this week, perhaps tomorrow, perhaps Wednesday, just trying to lock in uh, a time. And it's going to be fun to have his son Sky on as well. Sky now an offensive coach there at Columbia out on the East Coast. So uh, cool to have morning wags times two uh, yesterday. Cole, uh, Cole Taylor joining us from Great Falls CMR. Cole, what did you uh, think of just getting coached by a guy who's coached Brett Favre and Steve Young and Michael Vick and Donovan McNabb? I mean, was that kind of cool to interact with Coach Marty and learn from a guy who's coached some of the best quarterbacks in the NFL? I thought that it was actually super fun. You know, looking at his resume, looking at all those quarterbacks that he coached, and just learning basic instructions from him was freaking breathtaking. Um, it was super fun and just very thankful for the opportunity. What's next for you? Probably just a, a week or two of summer, right? Or do you have any camps coming up before you guys hit the ground running uh, for fall camp uh, there at CMR? Um, right now we just started a little mini camp this week. On Monday we'll go through Friday, um, have a little pool party with the team and just relax and enjoy the last part of summer while we can. Well, it should be a fun year to follow. It should be a fun year uh, across Class AA and just across the state in general. What do you think about your prospects this year? Because I know you guys have a lot of guys back, especially on that offensive unit. You had a good year as a junior, and it seems like you guys are really charging up to have a, a good playoff run this year if you can break your way into the postseason. What do you think is the expectation there at Great Falls CMR? What are you expecting for your senior year there with the wrestlers? Uh, we're expecting to be really good. We're bringing back a lot of experience, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, we're going to be a little inexperienced on the offensive line, but, you know, we're working really hard on that. Um, our skill positions are looking really good. We've got a few returning out wide receiver and then a few um, incoming juniors that are going to be their first varsity starts that are looking pretty good as well. I'm just really excited because we're really good all around the ball. Um our running backs were really solid there. We got two kind of different styles. We've got a ground and pound kind of guy, and then we've got a guy who he's a little more shifty. We can get him out of the backfield. Well, very cool. Should be very fun to follow you uh, and just class AA football in general this year. Cole Taylor, one of the top quarterbacks, one of the top players in the state of Montana, entering his senior season from Great Falls CMR, joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now. Cole we appreciate the time today, man. Look forward to tracking you throughout the fall. We'll certainly be in touch. But uh, congratulations on coming down here, getting a good lesson from our great friend Marty. And uh, best of luck with your senior year, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on. There you go. Montana Football Hour rolls on. Cole Taylor. Great Falls CMR here on Nuanas Now. How about the first in-state commit in the in-state recruiting war? Taylor Marsh joins us next. He's a defensive end from Helena Capital. He's committed to Montana State. The Montana Football Hour, presented by Stockman Bank, rolls on. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Television. 
up, everybody? Happy Monday. Hope you survived the smoking hot weekend. Actually, it's not smoky. That's a great thing. It was just hot, hot, hot. I almost melted on the golf course, but gosh dang it, it was fun. What a pursuit golf is. The roller coaster, man. Played really well this weekend, finally. You've been really, really, really working on it. Played a practice round Tuesday. Worst 18-hole score of my adult life. Played well throughout the weekend in the tournament. Was still champing at the bit. Made my partner go out to Kenya River on uh, Saturday afternoon. Teed off at 3 p.m., smoldering heat. And uh, put together my best 18-hole round of, of the year and, and one of the th- three or four best of my entire life. So, you know, golf. Always keeps you coming back for more. Hopefully you are enjoying the heat in some sort of fun or distracting way. Thanks so much for spending some time with us here on the radio, or maybe you're watching on SWX Montana Television. This is Nuanas Now. You can also always watch ESPN Montana app or streaming on the station website, 1029ESPN.com. Go get that ESPN Montana app. Great way to follow along this show live, archived, uh, Anytime, anywhere, ESPN Montana on your app store will get you there. The Montana Football Hour continues. It's presented in part by Stockman Bank. Stockman Bank has over 30 locations around the state of Montana. They are in Montana and only in Montana. They they plan on keeping it that way. Come let Stockman Bank show you the difference. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. The Montana Football Hour continues with some recruiting coverage. The first in-state commit by a Montanan here for the class of 2023, Talon Marsh. He's a senior to be at Helena Capital. He is committed to Montana State, and he joins us now here on ESPN Radio. What's up, man? How's how's it going? Good. How are you? Good, man. Am I saying that right? Talon, is that how you say it? Yeah, I thought you said. Okay, good. Just making sure I wasn't uh, messing that up. It seems like you're a guy that you don't want to mess with. I think you led the state in sacks this last year and uh, going to play for Montana State. So uh, just take us through it. First of all, take us through your junior year. You had a lot of success, uh, double-digit sacks, um, one of the greatest single-season sack re- uh, marks in, in Helena Capital history. So how do you think that set the stage for your recruiting it? and uh, just take us through your recruiting process at Montana State? Um, I'm saying it put me up on the ranking for sure. It definitely helped to get looked at by schools. Uh, the recruiting process is pretty, pretty confusing at first, but having good coaching helped me for sure navigate, navigate right through it. I know uh, Coach Mahela is still there at uh, Helena Capital. What about your position coaches, though? I mean, I'm sure you got some good ones there. Who's coaching on the defensive side there at Capital these days? So our defensive coordinator is Jeff Mahana, and he does a great job just moving moving us all around, calling calling the fronts, calling the corners, backers, everything. And then the D-line coach is Kobe Furlong. He shows me technique, steps, all the things I need to do to have a good Friday night game. Well, very cool. Capital has always produced great players, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, when Montana State first came to you and first started recruiting you, what are they pitching you on? What, what did they want you to like about the program, and what did you like about the program now as Brent Vegan ent- enters his second year there in Bozeman? Well, I've grown up being a Bobcat fan, so that helped a lot. And then they have great atmosphere, great players. 
Tommy Malott's obviously there. That's that's good. I like him, how what he's about and everything. He does hard work, everything. Tommy Malott seems like he is making such an impression on the state of Montana as a, you know a former star in Double A who sort of took the Big Sky Conference in the FCS by storm last year. So, I mean, do you feel like that's having an impact? Do you feel like just his sort of rise has, has impacted the mentality of current guys in high school here in Montana? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it shows us that if he can do it coming from view, that we could do it from around the state too or out of state even. It doesn't matter where you come necessarily. Talon Marsh joining us here on Nuanas Now. He's a senior to be at Helena Capital, the first in-state commit in the uh, for the two Big Sky Conference programs here uh, in the state of Montana. Uh, have you grown up in Helena your whole life then, Talon? Yeah, I've, I've always been living here. So anybody that you looked, I mean, have you followed Capital football for a while? And, and if so, is there anybody from Capital that you looked up to? Because there's been a lot of great players come out of Capital. Um, yeah, there's there's quite a few that I know that I've always like based my game off of and work ethic and everything. Uh, Dane McCormick, Cole Rosling, Matt Miller, Tyler Little. He graduated when I was a sophomore. Yeah, Matt Miller is a great one. He was just inducted into uh, the Helena Sports Hall of Fame this last weekend, I believe, and uh, definitely one of the best guys I've had the opportunity to cover uh, throughout the last several years. What else do you like about? I mean, first of all, is Montana State thinking of you as a defensive lineman, or what, what are they recruiting you as? Um, I don't know. They just said I'm going to come down and play football, and Great. I said I'm okay. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, very, very cool. Um, any specific position coach that's recruiting here? I guess any of the assistants, because I know they kind of all have their their certain areas in Montana. So, uh, who's been your primary recruiters there at Montana State? Uh, the D line coaches, Coach Howe. And all them, and then Bobby Daly, Coach mm-hmm. Daly, he went to Capitol, so I have right. a pretty good him already. For sure, former Capital great himself, Bobby Daly, an All-American there uh, at MSU. By the way, side note, uh, MSU's doing something cool. It's the 125th anniversary of football at Montana State. And so Bill Amberty, Sports Information Director and uh, resident historian, as it were, uh, he's doing a 125th year anniversary series talking about some of the 125 most memorable players from MSU. And he's going to release a top 50 here pretty soon. And uh, I was honored uh, enough to get, a, get uh, you know, to run by the list and, and sort of add to the discussion and uh, commentate on, on some of the guys that I've covered over my 12 years covering MSU football. So uh, look forward to that. We'll share that with you here uh, on Nuanas Now and also on Skyline Sports. You are listening to ESPN Radio. Talon Marsh, Helena Capital senior to be and future Montana State Bobcat joining us. It's part of the Montana Football Hour, and it's presented by the Advocates. The Advocates reminds you that they don't collect a dime until you win your case. Contact an advocate by calling 406-640-4444 or visit online 24-7 at montanaadvocates.com. The Advocates are here to help and are waiting for your call today because you deserve an advocate. Talon, tell us just a, uh, a couple things about what you expect this fall. First of all, what's the summer been like? You guys got any camps, and uh, what are the prospects this fall for Helena Capital? Uh, yeah, we've had a bunch of camps, a couple team camps down at the Grizz, and then the team camp, obviously, at Montana State. Uh, and then we, we've we just been working out six to eight every day. Uh, this week we got 
little kid camp we were helping out with after workouts, and we got another camp for us older kids tonight at 6. So we're just putting in the work, and this fall we're just trying to come home with a state championship, and it's just going to come down to a team effort, honestly. Well, it should be a fun fall to follow. It seems as if the AA rankings are wide open, and it uh, seems like there's a lot of teams that could be competitive here in the Class AA, including Helena Capital, Talon Marsh joining us here on Nuanas now. Last thing for you, man. You mentioned being a Bobcat fan your whole life, and so I'm sure this is a relief going into your senior year, but also sort of a dream come true. So when you first made the call and committed to Coach Vegan and his staff, what was that moment like? What did it feel like? Um, it was it was like a weight getting lifted off my shoulders, honestly, because now I just get to focus on my senior year. But growing up, loving the Bobcats and going to games on Saturday is going to be pretty special to be able to walk on the field as a Bobcat instead of just watching. Man, it's going to be fun for you. We're excited to follow along. Uh, we'll be in touch with you. We're excited to follow along throughout your senior year. Best of luck with everything. And uh, thanks so much for being here today, man. And uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Thank you for having me. Talon Marsh, Helena Capital senior-to-be, future Montana State Bobcat, here on Nuanas Now. We Montana Football Hour, presented in part by the Advocates, presented in part by Stockman Bank. Appreciate both of those awesome partners for helping us present to you the first hour of each Monday show. Get your week kicked off right with the Montana Football Hour, talking all the way around the state of Montana in the wide world of football. That was a, a very fun one that included some breaking news for the Grizz football team, some transfers on the way, including a quarterback with FBS potential or credentials, excuse me. Go check out SkylineSportsMT.com to learn more about A.J. Abbott, Oregon transfer quarterback, as well as Chris Walker, a lineman transfer from Nebraska, and a couple previously reported transfers in Wyatt Wegener from Iowa and Nico Ramos from Cal, a linebacker and kicker, respectively. We also heard from Cole Taylor, Great Falls CMR quarterback, who is uh, a recent graduate, shall we say, of Marty Mornoweg's quarterback school that was held here in Missoula over the weekend, and just heard from Talon Marsh, first in-state commit in the in-state recruiting battle between Montana and Montana State. He's a future Bobcat headed to Bozeman to play for Brent Vegan and his staff. You can find everything from today's Montana Football Hour in the Nuanas Now podcast, which is also presented by the Advocates, as well as Sportsbet Montana, the M Store, and the MSU Bookstore. We talked about the NFL, but we only got through four and a half of the divisions. We got three and a half more to talk about. All things NFL with an NFC-heavy flavor to get our number two kicked off. I give you a hint. The guy on the other side of the glass... He loves the Eagles. He despises the team from the town he's from, and he loves the NFC East. We're going to talk all the way around that division and more NFL talk for hour number two here on your Monday. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now. If you visit msubookstore.org, free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 